0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
1: And how are you doing? Uh? I, I am doing really well. I am still, uh, I'll be really honest, I am still riding my high from racing Saturday night.
2: Oh, I know. CC had such a good time on uh, Saturday night over there at East Bay. It was, uh, I don't know, she didn't want to get out of her driving suit.
1: Uh, no, I didn't. And I, I want to thank Johnny Collins for lending me that fire suit. It, uh, it fit perfectly. It was just it helped make my dream come true. It was a great evening. Uh, thanks so much to um, Killin Racing, uh, lending me their number 50 uh, four-cylinder to race in. And I just had so much fun, and I can't believe, um, Robbie, you know, it was my best finish. I-, I finished fourth. I started second, finished fourth. Proud of myself. Did not spin out. And so... Um, yeah, you know, you were
2: racing with a legend there. I don't know if you even know who uh, um, Haywood is, uh...
0: I know I don't know who he who he is he channeled uh he channeled Richard Petty a long time ago and he got stuck in the track
1: yeah that that's why yeah i could I could tell by the way he was dressed
2: he shows up he shows up in his driving suit he was ready to go he was ready to take you guys on and you know he was so happy after the race was over i don't did he turn around and look at his car <laughs>
1: You know, it, it was, uh, he, he was really nice after the race. He came up, gave me a hug, told me how much fun he had, uh, racing with me. And it was great because him and I, he started, uh, first, I was in, we started right next to each other, which I was surprised that they put me up front. But, um, but I had a great time. I loved it and I look forward to doing it again.
2: Yeah, man, you look like you were having a good time. And, uh, you know, there was a big crowd out there at the racetrack. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of fans ready to see some great racing, and they had some uh, great racing. You know, the night went kind of long there. I mean, it went all the way to the end of their turkey uh, time, uh, like eleven, eleven thirty or so.
1: Yes, but it was worth racing it. It was a, oh, some yeah. wonderful racing. That um, you know, especially the the last race of the night with the United Dirt Late Model uh, Challenge Series and the National Late Models. That was a great race, and, and you know. It, on the edge of your seat race seeing if you know if Keith Nosovich was going to be able to do it again which it looked like that was going to happen pretty much up to some of the, you know the last few laps yeah, and um it was a
2: great race you know i think that our uh, winner of the uh, driver of the month last month, uh, he definitely
1: Sean was, was inc-
2: from the rear that he was, was
1: incredible cool. battling it up from yeah. the rear to fourth
2: That's- that's how you get the nickname Showtime when you uh, do stuff like that. You know, he said his uh, wife put him in the stranglehold when he decided to uh, go from the rear because he would be starting on the pole. I remember I was down there, to, uh, did an interview with him right before it, and then talked to Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams was all excited to be up front, and I was told Sean, I said, well, all you got to do is pass Patrick and you'll be fine. But uh, Sean did that, but that wasn't all he had to do.
1: Yeah, it was It was a really great race. Yeah. Um... You know, a lot of a lot of guys turned out hoping to be able to get in that race, but you know, they, they only let a few in and um, those guys that made it through did put on a a great night of racing for everyone. And I just you know, personally just I need to thank, you know, Ken Kenny and um, you know, everyone up at East Bay and of course, um, Johnny Collins and the killing yeah. racing team for you gotta
2: call him. You gotta call him camp.
1: Yeah, I know, and you know, tonight I'm wearing I'm wearing my Johnny Collins T-shirt in honor of him being the champion.
2: Well, at least you're not still wearing the driving suit.
1: No, I, I had to give it back. They made me give it
2: back. <laughs> they chased me out. Say, hey, CC, uh, we do want that driving suit
1: back. <laughs> Johnny might need it sometime. Yeah, but you know, they're the, the, the Collins family's great group of people.
2: And uh, we got to give away. Uh, we got Sean his. Uh plaque, you know, for the Driver of the Month, Pandora Jewelers, Inside Florida Racing, uh, Driver of the Month of October, and, uh, you know, the November Driver of the Month will be here before we know it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Folks out there listening, you know.
1: Exactly. and Getting with us. Exactly. Now, now, there's just something I I really need to point out is after we made the announcement of the October Driver of the Month, I got an email that said, hey, did you notice um, uh, Fontaine um, Chris, Chris Fontaine, and you know he won all these races um, and everything, and he should be considered. And I said, "Well, it's too late. You know, we've already made our announcement for October Drive of the Month. That you really need to get this stuff into us as soon as you hear us start talking about that. We're looking for submissions, and um, and it's and just we
2: always are. I mean, it, yep, that's what we're looking for. we you know uh, we've we've gotten people that have wrote in and given us plenty of uh, uh, input." And uh, we just need more, you know. We hate when people say, "Oh, well, why didn't you choose this guy?" And we're like, "Well, well why didn't you let us know about this guy or, or point it out?" You know, we're only
1: we're only human. We can only do so much.
2: Three people, if we count Jack, he does help sometimes. <laughs> Jack, where is Jack? Are you there? Jack's
1: right here.
0: Hey, you know what we're going to do here pretty soon, man. In, in the next, uh, sometime in the next thirty days, we are going to present the first. Annual, Mm -hmm. real racing USA Lifetime Achievement Award, and that's going to be a very special thing too.
2: Yes, Yes. and it's not going to Jack Smith.
0: No, absolutely, (laughs) it's going to a real race car driver.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, uh,
0: lifetime meaning achievement, like like as in some longevity here. Mm -hmm. A
1: a, a lifetime of racing, a body of work.
0: Body of work,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, well said, TC. Thank you. Thank now, you. Uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Wonder. Uh, yeah. well,
1: well, you know, Rob, we have we we have a real you know interesting show tonight.
2: That's what I Wanted to talk about Todd Hutto is going to make this announcement that he said wave, what
3: a couple weeks ago or something. Earth
1: shattering. Yeah, yes, this is yes, yes. It's Todd Hutto's earth shattering announcement, and I don't know if you had a chance to jump online, Rob, and uh, take a look at the forums, but. Um, one of our, um, good friends who've been in the studio with us listed top 10 possibilities for Todd Hutto's earth shattering announcement. And, um, these are great. Uh, and I just want, I just want to share them. He, he can be so funny at times, um, bone man, but, uh, Todd's going to announce that it's out with the beer stand at East Bay. They're going to install a Starbucks, (laughs) um, the late model rules will be rewritten to base the cars on a more eco-friendly format, like the hybrid Toyota Prius. Uh, to eliminate bothersome passing in excessive competition, East Bay is going to pave over the clay.
2: That would be something different. Yeah.
1: Now, what about this one? we uh, oh. about sprint car wings will be replaced by solar panels. To promote fairness, half of the racers' payouts will be seized from the winner's and it will be distributed to the teams that didn't bring a car to race.
2: That's and, never
1: been done.
2: And, uh. That sounds, the, sounds democratic.
1: <laughs> and how about this one? Rob Elding raced in a four cylinder exhibition race with C.C. Brooks last week and finished on the lead lap. That is that is uh, one of Bowman's predictions of what one of uh with Todd's uh, big announcement would be, but um, there was
2: but that didn't happen, so we know that's not it.
1: That's right, because you weren't you weren't allowed to race in the
0: race. I didn't get well, invited, and...
1: well, I I think it would have been unfair because you have a lot more experience than I probably than you
2: guys are allowed, and I've never raced on the dirt before. Well, you
0: know, we are going to find out here later tonight, probably around seven forty-five. We plan mm-hmm. to have Todd come on somewhere right in there, and. Uh, we're spent spend quite a bit of time with them, but... Uh, What's the rest of them? Is that 10?
1: No, let's see. Oh, oh let's see. What did I miss? Um, yeah. bu- 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 bu-
0: <laughs> I couldn't have been at the top no, of the list.
1: No, um, like NASCAR, Todd plans to aggressively promote a diversity program for the drivers, so he will be adding a new class, the Ghetto Dunks, for caprices with 20-inch wheels, spinners, and awesome stereos. Also, he is adding a class aimed at Latino competitors where it is assured that the tech will find that everyone is illegal. And finally, Gibsonton Meth Labs and Bail Bonds, Inc. announced as the title sponsor and of that, the family section in the state and, and that's
0: very appropriate for the three items. There's There was three major items that we were going to talk about tonight, but we're going to only like give them. Um, we just don't have time to really go into them. Yeah. One is we were going to have the... Uh, New uh, owner uh, from uh, Bronson Motor Speedway on tonight. That was all scheduled. And um, hey, he, what happened, Jack? He had to yeah. use the uh, bail bondsman over there because ah. uh, he ran into some, some serious legal issues. He's a, a political yeah. figure, and he ran into some serious legal issues. And uh, so we're not at the top of his priority list. And, of course, the transition to a new ownership at um, Bronson Motor Speedway is um, – at best, in doubt right now. Hopefully, though, it'll all work out. You, That's never, you never know. We, but we'd
2: best not ponder on it too much because you might be the new owner still. Y- yeah, owner.
0: I hope so. I mean, I hope it does work out. Um, it, uh, but uh, also, in another news so. item. I've
2: never heard anybody.
0: Rob, um, I, I would like to point out something to you, um, particularly, you might find of interest. Um, DeSoto Speedway's attendance figures slipped slightly this week. They went from 31 down to 20, 26. 26 in the grandstands. And, uh,
2: Captain John assured me when we were having our argument the other night that they averaged 1,000. Now,
0: yes. we say that sort of half in jest. I've had three people who told us that they actually counted that number of people. If that's not true, call 941-228-8359 or send an email. Actually, just call. Just 9, call. 941 228 Eight three five nine, and let us know what the real count was, and the major news that will shake up things down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park.
1: Insanity happened Saturday night well, down there. Linda
0: Jerica is no longer the general manager, and uh, oh. she will be being uh, replaced uh, by probably several people for the different things. She was a head scorer, general manager, now, operations manager, off? office manager.
1: That that's right, Rob. Um, apparently. No, uh, apparently, uh, Saturday night, there was some issues on the track and off the track with uh, with fighting. And um, Bobby fined Ryan Pankos uh, $500 for coming onto the track after the Thunder Truck race. He uh, drove Randy Kyle's number 14 truck mm-hmm. and getting into a disagreement on the track in the winner's circle. And things sort of carried over into the pits. There was also a problem with um, Shane Leonard and Billy Bigley that carried into the pits. And things were getting physical. And Bobby was getting involved. And Bobby fined Ryan Penko's $500. And Linda paid him out and let him leave the track, which upset Bobby. And... um, There was a confrontation between Bobby and Don yelling when Don was trying to defend her boyfriend Ryan, and it ended up with... You know, Bobby confronting Linda in the office, and now she's no longer with Charlotte County Motorsports soap Park. Opera. Yeah, we need the soap opera music. Soap
0: opera music for this. So you know she's, what I she's think?
1: no longer there, and, and, you know, a lot of people are really going to miss her and, you know, and how organized she was and, you know, and kept things together there. So we wish, we wish Linda the best and, you know, hope she lands on her feet quickly.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I think what they should do in the future is instead of, like, putting out fines over the, like, loudspeaker system, I think they should just simply instruct the uh, safety crew to turn the hoses on anybody who tries to commandeer the uh, winner's circle. Yeah. I mean, that would be much more entertaining for the fans. You know, oh, and- Jack, what?
2: How, about, how about start listening to my advice, which I know there's people out there that love and hate when I give advice? Who loves it? <laughs> Don't have the winner's circle after the race. Oh. Wait until the whole deal's over with. Hey, we gotta go. And then, and then, if there's if there's fights when the whole racing is all over with, then if there's a bunch of fights afterwards, it's kind of cool. Well, well this,
0: this kind of stuff happens at the, towards the end of the year, and we're gonna have to come back and talk about this. Okay. Later. Yeah, because we really are a kind of got to move along.
1: We have to get to our first guest, so, who is going to be a we Scott talk about
2: what's exciting and. Sound like they had an exciting night. DC missed it. Of course, I did. I'm back
1: in Tampa. Hey, I don't mind missing it. I got to race on dirt. I'm a happy girl.
0: And we're going to go to break with an interview uh, that Joe Linebarrier did uh, with uh, the United Dirt Late Model uh, Challenge Series 2008 uh, champion Johnny Collins. Uh, right after the race, we're going to go to the break with that.
4: Johnny Collins, you've never been married to a series this 2008. You decide to really put your heart in it. And, of course, the big payoff here tonight. You are the 2008 United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series champion. Man, that's awesome, ain't it? You, uh, you just don't know. We uh, you know, swapped some deals earlier in the year, and I thought it might have go south on us. But, man, we just, we just kept digging. And, uh, like I say, I can't thank everybody enough to part of this crew, uh, my family. Man, it's been a great year. Everybody supports us. I mean, this is this has been awesome. You, you enjoyed so much success in 2008. We talk about it all the time. But uh, tonight at this racetrack, you know, knowing you could sew up this series championship, talk about the run itself. I mean, you're able to salvage certainly a uh, top five. I do believe it was tonight. You were able to kind of claw your way up there. What happened to this race car? Well, you know, I, I think I, I chose the wrong tires. Um, I started too deep in the field. We was a little off on the heat race, you know, so... It had to be real patient. Uh, I chose the wrong line for the most of the race, and it seemed like the last ten laps, you know, the middle of the track worked back in where there wasn't nothing early, and and you know, there again, I waited too late to find it. Uh, and normally, I move around a lot more, finding some good traction, but I was still in a. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I was defense tonight. Uh, You know, as bad as I wanted, just get up there and just do my normal drive, and I I couldn't make myself do it, you know. But after when I, you know, tend to go and I felt pretty comfortable, I charged a couple spots, and uh, it was a good race. Everybody drove real clean. The track was slick, but it was slick for everybody. So we enjoyed it. Uh, It's been, like I say, a great year on top of that. It's just topped it off. It's been a pleasure watching you, Johnny. Enjoy your time walking across the stage November 22nd. Great. Congratulations. Appreciate it, man. I'm going to enjoy every minute.
5: Bud Light presents Real American Heroes Real American Heroes Today we salute you Mr. Professional, movie extra guy. Mr.
6: professional movie extra guy
5: Never in the history of cinema have so many done so little for so many Anybody can pay eight bucks to see a movie, but only a true artist can be paid eight bucks to be in a movie.
6: Shitty, shiny star. Snotty
5: lead actors need lines, direction, motivation, not you. You sit on your butt perfectly in scene after scene. Well, that's how would. A true pro, you're always focused. Even if you're seldom in focus. No! So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Nobody. Because you're not just anybody, you're a paid anybody. I don't recognize Bud Light Beer at Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay.
1: And we're back. It's Inside Florida Racing. Hey, Rob, we have our next guest all ready to go. Please welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Owner of the Indy Racing Experience, Scott Jasek. Hey, Scott, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, thank you very much.
1: Well, this is you know this is really exciting, Rob. Um, the Indy Racing Experience opening up at a uh, Disney World up there in Orlando. Tell us all about it.
7: Well, it's really exciting. Uh, we our racing experience has been in existence since 2001, and we've had uh, a two seat Indy car, two of them that have uh, we have taking them to every IndyCar race and we run in conjunction with an IndyCar race. Uh, the program then grew to where we were allowing people to drive IndyCars at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway um, and a few other tracks around the country and we finally uh, worked out an agreement to, um, with Disney and with Richard Petty Driving Experience um, where we were, are sharing the uh, Walt Disney World Speedway here in, uh, in Orlando. And uh, Richard Petty's program runs in the uh, in the mornings, and we run in the afternoons. So it's a it's a great partnership with Disney, the Richard Petty, and um, of course our company, the Indy Racing Experience, also represents the uh, Indy Car Series.
2: Now, Cece, I bet uh, uh, that sounds like something I'd like to do. So I know Cece, you'd probably be into that, wouldn't you? Oh,
1: most definitely. I am. Uh, I am ready to jump in the car and go for a ride. So, uh, we
7: have, both. We, have a, we have a two-seater, and the, the two-seater um, uh, car is, is a purpose-built Stellara chassis, um, just like a regular Indy car. And then the Indy cars that we have that you can drive here at the Speedway are very special because they're cars uh, that raced in the Indy 500, and we purchased them and, um, and put a, a modified engine in the back rather than giving someone all that horsepower so we don't hurt anybody. But you actually drive a chassis that was uh, driven in Indy 500. One of them is Unser Jr.'s, uh, Ari Leondyke's car, and uh, some of them have some great history to them. So it's the authentic chassis itself.
2: Do wow, you this- have different programs, like
7: for different stages of driving abilities? Uh, and not at this point. Uh, we hope to one day evolve, uh, similar to what Petty has done. But at this point, we just have uh, what we call an eight-lap uh, drive, which is a, a warm-up six high-speed laps and a cool-down, so it's a total of eight here. Um, and, uh, and then at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, we do a very similar program, but it's three laps because the track is so big.
2: So how fast do they go, Scott?
7: Well, the cars are they're capable of probably going around 140 or so, but um, believe it or not, it's hard to, you know, unless you were here with me and, and seeing the experience day in and day out like we have over the, the years at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, because it's a unique car an indie car you suddenly are laying down you can't see the pedals it's like a go-kart the sensation of speed is greater than the speed you're going most people drive them right in a 100 mile an hour range mm-hmm. uh, but you know the sensation of speed is, is greater and uh, and I say that uh, that only that we let people go to their comfort level and it's um, you know everyone has a different comfort level when it comes to these cars especially when you're dealing uh, just with the public uh, like in Indianapolis, we even had a, a gentleman, ninety-four uh, years old, come out and drive. And, and uh, in our two-seater, we had a ninety-four-year-old lady take a ride in our two-seater, and that made the uh, ten best sports plays of the day on uh, ESPN. So it was pretty cool.
1: Now, now, Scott, with the holiday season approaching, us, or do you have available um, gift certificates? Uh, you know, um, people can buy this experience for their loved ones.
7: Yes, we do. Um, you can get to us two ways, of course, the Internet at uh, IndyRacingExperience.com, all one word. And then um, if you want to call, we have uh, an 800 number, or I should say an 888 number. So it's 888-357-5002. Uh, and what we found is there's a lot of uh, like uh, older gentlemen that have been to the Indy 500 or followed uh, their racing heroes like A.J. Foyt or Al Unser. Uh, that suddenly they have this opportunity. It's a great gift for someone that you never know what to buy for. Like my father was, is always someone difficult to buy for. And when we see see these uh, older gentlemen come out, the grandpas, so to speak, come out and, and have this, and they're just thrilled to death with it. And uh, so it's a great gift for for someone that you're not sure what to get them. Especially, like I say, um, you know, a little bit older uh, people seem to really, really dig mm-hmm. these kinds of gifts.
2: How much is it?
7: Well, Kate, uh, we have the drive is uh, 399 and the ride in the two-seater is $109 cool. here at the Walt Disney World Speedway. But because we're starting off, and, and this is our, our first 90-day period, and I'll do this for your radio show, I'll take $100 off if, they, if anyone mentions that they heard us here talking on your, your show. Okay. Uh, we'll do it for $299. I sound like a Ginsu night salesman, right? Like, so, <laughs> hey,
1: so, so it's $100 it a hundred dollar discount. So it's a hundred dollar yeah. discount on the driving experience if they mention inside Florida Racing. Yes. Okay. That's, and
7: that's great. The, the phones are well aware of that, and if it's uh, done over, over the internet, it's uh, if they're aware of that.
2: So, oh, that's uh, awesome. If we show up with you and meet you there. Um, can you hook us up and get us, you know, some rides? Yeah, Scott. Absolutely. I am the hook-up guy. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Jack, you finally made a good connection, Jack. Good job.
8: You're welcome, Rob. Yeah,
1: Jack, we really like this guy.
2: (laughs) I like this guy. You know, I've been getting more out with just the regular Disney World anyways, experience Epcot and all that. You know, it's really overrated, but this,
7: (laughs) you know. Well, you know, it's, it's a neat, you know, especially the fact that we are there with Richard Petty. So it gives people a unique opportunity to both experience NASCARs and Indy cars at the same time. So it's uh, it's really going to be a, a great partnership. We feel that they, you know working at the track together that way.
2: Yeah, maybe if I drive good enough, CC, they'll give me a job.
1: Hey, maybe they will. Maybe they will. I tell you, I'm looking forward to this. I can't wait till we can uh, get this on our get this on our calendars, Rob, and, yeah, and, and go up there.
2: Time. Uh, I definitely like to check it out. I've I've been to the Richard Petty Driving Experience. I've been to the Buck Baker School. Uh, way back, uh, probably in the 2000, I actually got to meet Buck Baker. That was a real experience, you know, at Rockingham. And, uh, those things sure. are really cool, man. They're really cool to go to those kind of things, you know, because it gives you that. When you're at the racetrack, there's a certain feel that you get when you drive out in the middle of any of these NASCAR tracks or any of the real racetracks. And then when you're going to get in a car and you're going to go out there and
3: drive around.
0: Scott, you're going to be at... Uh, making some uh, appearances at Orlando Speed World, New Smyrna Speedway in the coming weeks?
7: Yes, we are. On the uh, 22nd, uh, Davey Hamilton is one of our uh, drivers, and Davey's a very accomplished IndyCar driver and has raced an in Indy 500 for many years. And uh, he's also going to uh, attempt to even, I think, get a ride in one of the, uh, the cars during the race there on the 22nd.
1: Oh, so you're going to be so, at the Governor's go Cup? Oh,
7: we're go- we're going to have the uh, uh, both the two seater and, and and the drive cars. Well, uh, awesome! And, and hopefully, uh, I think we're going to do some demonstration laps there too.
1: Well, that's great. I'm going to be that
7: opportunity.
1: I'm going to be up there, Scott. Time,
2: that would be a time for me to let me take the first spin because I know that racetrack
7: pretty good, Rob. So there you go. We we might have to work something out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say, uh, um, I would say, Scott, get a get a very big uh, retainer.
1: <laughs>
7: come on.
1: Well, I'm going to be up at the Governor's yeah. Cup, Damn Scott, so I'll come over and see you.
7: Oh, definitely come and see us. Yeah, yeah that will be exciting. And, and like you were mentioning, you know, people get a chance not only to experience the track, but to experience these cars. You know, it's one thing to say, boy, I watched the race and I could drive a, I could drive that Indy car. Then you see people getting them and you strap them down. And you, put the, you know, because with our experience, you put a sock, helmet, you wear an authentic fire suit, shoes gloves we go through the instruction process and then we put you in the five-point harness and that's always the best part is we're putting the person in putting the headrest in and, and just moments earlier they were bragging about how fast they're going to go now you see their chest pumping up and down yeah and they're looking at you and they're steaming up the helmet they go yeah hey, i'm not i'm not sure i can go as fast as i was saying <laughs> and it's great that they go out and then have the experience and uh i've never seen anyone get out of either the two-seater or the drive car and say, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. We always exceed people's expectations. And that's the that's great true. thing about having a business like this, is to see how many people you make happy with it.
1: Now, on the two-seater, who do you have driving? Do you, I mean, do you have former, you know, race car drivers, professional drivers conducting this? Yeah, t-
7: here in Orlando, uh, it, w- it will be from time to time. There's drivers, uh, Ari Dyke Jr., Ari Dyke Sr., the Indy 500 winner comes out. Uh, Sarah Fisher, Davey Hamilton. Uh, so we do have them from time to time. Uh, at, when we do the experience at uh, the two-seat experience during the IndyCar races, at, such as at St. Pete or at the Miami Homestead Track, um, there we, by our agreement with the IndyCar Series, we only use IndyCar drivers, current licensed IndyCar drivers, and mm-hmm. Davey Hamilton is one of them. And, again, Ari Lyondyke, sometimes a uh, Stefan Gregoire. Uh, a french driver uh he, he drives for us uh this past may in indianapolis we had it was great we were able to have uh, mario and dreddy uh come out and, and give some rides and um nice you know, dan one of our we have two high what we call our high speed 2 seaters that run at the indycar tracks um one of them is sponsored by hewlett packard and davy hamilton drives that one and then the national guard car is um uh from time to time dan weldon the indy 500 driver who also lives in st petersburg he he has driven that here recently for a media event so um indy car drivers do drive them and and especially when there's uh you know the national guard one is very special because we're able to um take these heroes for rides and so forth so uh it's always great to have uh, you know a name driver drive them at that point
1: Well, it's the Indy Racing Experience up at Walt Disney World, and you can get further information by going to IndyRacingExperience.com. And remember, you can purchase a gift certificate for your holiday gift giving and save $100 on the Drive Experience package by just mentioning that you heard about it on Inside Florida Racing. So it's a great deal.
0: And come to the Governor's Cup, the Florida Governor's Cup, uh, at uh, New New Smyrna on the 22nd, and check it out right there. It's going to be
1: a great This is a. It's just this is just so cool. I'm so excited, you know. I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't know how Rob and I are going to contain ourselves until we get to come up there and experience this with you. But uh, yeah, it, again, you you
7: know, it, it, it. It will be, and we like I said too earlier that it's great to partner at, at the track with Richard Petty with the, the NASCAR experience, and and for you know a lot of people around the world follow Open Wheel outside the United States. Open Wheel is is the you know both Formula One and IndyCar. Are very popular, so it's a chance, especially here in Orlando, where you get people from all over the world, yeah. to experience open wheel racing.
2: Well, uh, it s- sounds like it would be a great present for somebody to get for Christmas, I guarantee you that. That would be nothing like a tie.
1: I can tell you, I, 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 I think Rob and I are both dropping big hints to people out there, but uh, Scott, thanks so much for you know coming on the show and telling us all about the indie race experience. And, uh, and thank you for making that great offer to our listeners. We really appreciate it.
7: No problem. Thank you for, for having me on, uh, Cece and Rob, and I look forward to meeting you in person.
1: Oh, so do we. We can't wait to see you up there and get in the car. Okay. Have a great thank evening. You, Scott. Bye, Scott. All right. Thanks a lot. Indy racing Indy race experiencecom and we did this
0: uh, we did something like this uh, back in around 1999 or 2000 I think it was maybe it was 2001 but I think it was 1999 but uh, Rick Angies myself and uh, uh, Robert uh, Brown who works worked with us back in the day moved to Arkansas but uh, we went up there and uh, uh, Rick did the uh, Richard Petty driving experience yeah and uh, we did a, a big story and Gave out a, an article that we published around, and, and uh, Rick got to, to do the driving. And uh, it was pretty cool because we met people from all over the world who come there for that whole deal, you know, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, and we gave out a lot of tickets, uh, yeah. uh, or uh, not gave out, out, but what we did is we made uh, it available for people to win
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, rides up there and uh, uh, did a big promotion for them for about six months. It was a great deal of fun.
2: Yeah, man, that's a good time. Uh, I suggest for anybody out there that likes racing or likes to drive cars, I know uh, when I went to the Buck Baker School, they they have um, great instructors there, you know, that go over your driving abilities. And if you're able to go out there and drive by yourself, they let you go out there and do what you want, you know, obviously not crash the car. If you want to crash the car, go ahead and come pay for it.
0: Do you you play golf, Rob?
2: Uh, Only on TV. Only on TV? Yeah, only on TV. Well, uh. Yeah, meaning, uh. on Xbox.
0: Oh, I got you. Well, I tell you what, why don't we take a quick break and we can come back, uh. talk with Sean Rudeman and, uh. find all about the. this year's, uh. David Rudeman charity deal up in, uh. I think it's at Zephyr Hills, right?
1: Yeah, it could be. Sounds right. We'll be back with Inside Florida Racing.
0: You will. Hey.
6: And my time was running wild in the neon streets, and every time I thought i got it made, it seemed the taste was not so sweet. So I turned myself to face man, but I've never caught a glimpse of how the others must see the faker. I'm much too fast to take that test. Change turn and face the strain. Change your You wanna be a richer man? Change your turn and face the strain. Change your hips. It's gonna have to be a different man. But never leave the stream of warm, permanent sand. So the days float through my eyes, but still the days seem the same. And these children that you spit on as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultation they quite aware of what they're going through. Ch-ch-change ch- turn ch- ch- and face ch- the ch- strain. Changes don't tell them to grow up on all events.
1: Oh, yes, a lot of changes going on in the racing world here in within the state of Florida. But we've already talked about some of those, so uh, let's move on to some happier things. Okay, Rob? Hey, I got
2: good news. What? I got Sean Rudiman on the line with us. Sean, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you guys doing?
1: Hey, Sean. Welcome to the show. Thank We're
2: you. doing great. Now, uh, we saw you the other night at the races at East Bay... Uh, See, Buzzy out there, he was doing good till somebody got in his way. Let me tell you, he was cutting through the pack like it was nothing.
3: Yeah, yeah, Uncle he still got it in him. Uh, him and Dad, they might be in their 60s, but uh, as long as they keep racing like that, uh, I don't think they're going to retire anytime soon. What do you think about the races the other night? I thought it was a heck of a late model race. So what did you think? Yeah, that's uh, that was a great show, um... Really should have probably been out in Phoenix, uh, took a weekend off from David, but uh, I enjoyed myself down at East Bay. We don't get down there enough, you know, we were born and raised basically there, but uh, that was probably some of the best late model racing I've seen in a long time. That was a that was a really good show. Uh, what do you think about the,
2: uh, you know, you've seen late model racing, you know, from the beginning to where it's at now over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. You've seen what asphalt has done, and now you, you you know you see you've been involved with the dirt racing obviously your whole life. Um, you know to see two series come together and run a race like that that was that was pretty cool. Um, do you think that uh, that's why it made it so
3: exciting? Because you're able to get those two series together like that? Uh, definitely. I mean, you got guys from all over, and I think it's really cool that Florida's actually getting back on the map with uh, mall racing. You know it's we used to have some of the best drivers around, you know, running through either pavement or dirt here in the state of Florida, and um, to have two series like that come together and the guy have a schedule like he does where it's throughout Florida, I just thought that was uh, really cool, and it showed by the car count and by the talent of drivers you had there, I mean, that's that's awesome, that's what we need, you know, we're not we're losing racetracks left and right around here, and it's not, uh, shows like that really help out, you know, help the fans get to see a good race, and... You know, have a lot of drivers there, a lot of good drivers. you got guys from the asphalt, you know, uh, Rich Pratt and Patrick Williams come over from the asphalt to run dirt now. It's, it's really cool to see all them guys, you know, put on a good show like they did. So,
2: um, you know, you've been there with, um, with the NASCAR deal now with uh, David. Um, maybe tell, uh, you know, me and CC and the fans out here, you know, what, Maybe what you do and uh, what it's like to, you know, be
3: involved in, like, the big show. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, like, I've been riding David's coattails here for the last uh, five or six years. You know, we've been going hard. Um, it's, it's hectic. It's a lot of travel. Um, I still live here in Florida, and I fly out every weekend. Uh, I'll fly out Fridays, and, you know, you know, we'll practice and qualify on Fridays, and, uh, you know, we'll come in Saturday mornings and, you know, we'll have a two-hour practice for the Cup car and turn around, and he might have ten minutes between the Cup practice to the Bush race. You know, he'll jump right out of one and jump in another, and you know we'll run the Bush race and uh, Saturday afternoon or Saturday night, whatever takes place, whether it be at the same race track or we'll you know jump in a plane and go from one track to another. But um, you know we'll get up Sunday morning, and you know he got all the pre-race, and he's got all the uh, hospitality he has to do, and. And we get after it, and then it's a mad dash to the airport to try to get back home. And you do it week after week, where they only get maybe two different weekends off during the year. Uh, yeah, we actually don't get any with uh, with David running both the Nationwide and the Sprint Cup series. We don't get none. So I work I work here during the week at Buddy Foss Chevrolet running the body shop, and I'll get on a plane Friday and fly out, and fly back Sunday night, and turn around and do the whole schedule again. Every week from February to Thanksgiving weekend.
1: Now, Sean, you're involved in a a big golf fundraiser that's coming up soon, aren't you?
3: Uh, Yeah, we're having, uh, this will be our fourth annual David Ruderman Cherry Golf Tournament. Uh, The last three years, all the proceeds have went to uh, all children's Hospital. The first year, we did it in like a two-week deal where we put it together and we raised $10,000. The second year we were able to raise twenty five, and last year we uh, came up with seventy five thousand dollars. Wow! So it's getting bigger and bigger. It's here in Zephyr Hills. Um, just a little small town thing. This year we're going to help, kind of help local charities if we can. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody in need. It's hard times up here now, but um, yeah, it's uh, Friday, November twenty eighth. Uh, we have a auction, and we have a band, and we have Sunny's Barbecue donates the food, and we just have a good. A real good time you know it starts at six o'clock and we have a lot of um auction items you know all the drivers give us something uh, pretty sure, uh bobby dixon actually does the auction auction for us he uh he's an auctioneer you know he's a local dirt track guy and uh he's really good we had a lot of fun with it last year me and david stand up on stage and hold the stuff up and talk about what what we have and then bobby starts doing auctioneering auctioneer and stuff and it's pretty neat to just stand there and listen to him because he's a professional at it. Well, this year I say that you have two auctioneers because I'm a professional
2: auctioneer as well, and I want to come. I'm a licensed auctioneer just like him. I'm there ready you go. To do, I'm ready to come do some auctioneering. It's, it's cool to hear you guys do that. It's pretty neat.
1: Okay, stop showing off back there.
3: There you go. I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I know. I know. Tony Stewart gave us another uniform last year. He gave us one of his uniforms, and uh, it went for five thousand dollars. But David outbid everybody on that. I told me couldn't do it this year. But um, we get a lot of stuff. DW gave us stuff. Um, uh, Dale Jarrett. All the drivers that gave us stuff. Um, it's twenty dollars for adults, kids uh, ten or twelve and under free. And if you bring a toy valued at twenty dollars per adult, we're doing a toys for Tots on Friday night there. So. Uh, It's a lot of fun. We do that on Friday night, and then we kick it off Saturday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning and have us a golf tournament.
1: Now, if people out there um, are interested in coming out and participating, can they still register to participate in the golf tournament?
3: Uh, Yes, ma'am, yep. They can uh, still get in that. They can go to Silverado Golf and Country Club on their website or call them at 788-1225, area code 813, and they can get involved in it. Um, it's still open. We still have spots available, and if we don't, we'll make room for people. What about the Xbox golf tournament? Are they having that at the, like, <laughs> the, the country club bar or something? No, no, no. We ain't doing that. But we do have a race car simulator if you need something to do to kill time. You know, we can. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do a thing there Friday night uh, where you buy a ticket and um, whoever has the fastest qualifying lap will go head to head against David in the race. So, at the end of the night. So, it's, uh, you know, we got something, a little bit for everything. we got stuff for the kids to do. we got one of them uh, air bouncy things for the kids.
1: Oh, and, a bounce uh, house, cool.
3: Yeah, something for the kids to do. And we'll do that Friday night. Like the date so again? We'll do uh, that'll be February, or I'm sorry.
1: November 28th and 29th?
3: November 28th, 29th. Silverado Golf and Country Club here in Zephyr Hills. And uh, we'll do that Friday and golf tournament Saturday. And then we're going to... All but the East Bay, and David's going to run that modified race at East Bay that night. So, you know, everybody wants to come out and see Dave's race. He'll be there at East Bay that Saturday night.
1: All right. That sounds great.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend, but we love it. <laughs>
1: well, you know, we, we wish you all the best and hope that, the, you know, that you just raise all lots of money to help your community. And I think it's great that you're putting it back into your community and helping your neighbors.
3: Yeah, it's it's uh, something we always wanted to do, and uh, now you now with David where he's in the position he is, we can do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, David has a lot of a lot of fun with it. He don't play golf, but he goes around to every team and takes a picture with him and hangs out, and you know he just has fun meeting with people. You know, people are like well, we don't want to mob him on Friday night or anything, but he, it's a lot of fun. You don't get you know you don't get to see everybody from around here. Everybody that he used to race with, and when he does come down, he enjoys it a lot.
2: Yeah, and I bet he loves driving the golf cart. He's probably got a big fast one that he drives around. Yeah, they give him the fastest one. They got, <laughs> got spoily. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a good time, um, the 28th and 29th.
3: Man, I don't golf, but I'm going to show up, I think, just so I can see if I can win something or something.
2: I don't
9: know. Yeah,
3: definitely got to come up. Yeah, definitely come up um, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, maybe you can do a broadcast in there or something. Sit down with Dave and get him on the radio. I know we've been trying. Uh, he just got a busy schedule but we'll get him we'll get him tied down here. But that's an idea, Jack. Are you listening?
0: Yeah, I'm listening. As a matter of fact, Sean, I was just thinking about uh when we did the uh the party down there at uh at the Snook River uh Grill, uh when we had uh Ruderman, uh family night and uh how much fun that was in uh, uh that was a uh, that was special, and I got to tell you, we still probably get oh a couple of hundred people every month still listen to that uh, in our archives every month, and uh, it was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I, I missed that. I happened to be on the plane that night, and matter of fact, you guys were talking to David when he picked me up at the airport. But uh, yeah, we we need to do that again because that you know once you get everybody together, then the stories really come out. Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, you know, the auction is. It was really cool because you got, like I said, Bobby Dixon comes up and helps, and, you know, you got Dad and Uncle Buzzy there, and David comes out, and Ivan Lloyd was there last year. The owner of uh, Ocala came. I know um, Al Barndorf said he's coming this year, and, you know, John Rankin races late. A lot of drivers that race with David, you know, come to this deal. So it's a lot of fun to see all the racing people come together for an auction and stuff to raise money for the children.
1: Well, that's well, good. That's good. Like fun, and we wish you much success. And we appreciate you being able to take time out and join us. And uh, we'll see what we can do. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe somebody will show up. Maybe Rob will be there. I'm going hey. to. You. I, I think I talk think he, he wants to come over and and play in, in the the racing simulator.
2: No, I hey. want to go. I want to go over there and auctioneer something with Bobby. I think we'll have a good time and. And uh, being that I'm a professional at that, and I do it every week there in Zephyr Hills. Uh, that's where our auction house is in Zephyr Hills. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's right, right, right on 301. Yeah, it's yep. right on 301, right down the street. So um, I believe I'll probably be there on Friday night. I'll be talking
3: to Sean about that. All right. That's good. We appreciate all the support y'all give David and the whole family, and uh, we'll see if we can't go to Homestead and get one here before the end of the year.
0: All right. Sounds yeah, good.
2: Yeah, that would be nice, man. That would be nice. Well, tell David that we all said hello, and uh, we're all looking forward to the uh, golf tournament coming and looking forward to having him on the show. Uh, if we don't have a – I think we'll might do something over there. If we can get uh, Jack to show up with all the equipment, uh, I'll definitely come if uh, he can come. And uh, if not, uh, we're going to have David on the show on a Monday night anyways, when he gets back.
0: Talk to you soon, Sean. Thanks a lot, Bye, man. Sean.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Rob. Hey, guys. I was just uh, checking the form, and I see that somebody listened to us as we're talking about Drivers of the Month and looking for people to send in nominations early, and we've we've received one.
2: Yeah, really? So
1: we're, we're 10 days into the month of November, and somebody has already submitted a Driver of the Month nomination for the month of November, and that they want us to consider and keep our eye on Gerald White, Jr.,
2: and what track is that?
1: Um, he raced at uh, both uh, Speed World and New Smyrna.
2: Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Two, two track racer. Now, now that's funny, Jack. You know, we were talking the other day, and they were saying that most of their racers didn't run at both of the race tracks. Remember?
0: Yep.
1: So, so oh no, wait a minute. I uh, let me. Yeah, I think it's at both tracks. He raced on a Friday night and a Saturday. So.
0: Hey, you know, by the way, before we're getting ready to go to break, but if you go. To Orlando Speed World this Friday night to catch the uh, Fast Car Challenge uh, Late Model 100, you will also get free of charge. Rusty is supplying the space shuttle launch at approximately 7:30, and you're well, very. is
1: isn't that nice of him? Yes. to supply that well, for everyone. It's awesome, man. Have you ever seen a night launch? Yes, I would love yes. going over there for a night launch. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Friday night. Incredible. This Friday night. Track. Huh? To be able to make that happen—that's incredible for a track to be able. To well, if there's anybody, he you must know, have pulled some it's strings. Rusty. It's man. rusty. Rusty's That's,
1: got the power. He's
0: the guy, and it's uh, time to go to break.
1: <laughs> we'll be back with Inside Florida, <laughs> Florida Racing.
5: Presents Real Men of Genius Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer Mr.
6: Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer
5: Armed with your trusty marker You do the impossible Make an incredibly dirty place Even dirtier
6: Scribble it down now
5: Your jokes make us PR our pants Lucky for us they're down around our ankles. Yeah! You answer our most vexing question. Whatever happened to the man from Nantucket?
6: Oh, that's a good one.
5: So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh ruler of the rhyme. <laughs> because when we're looking for a good time, we call you.
6: Oh, Mr. Bathroom store
8: Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done.
0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
4: Tommy Hill takes a look to the inside of Jerry Farrell, not going to be able to make the pass as they go down into turn number one for the last time. Up onto the back straightaway, it's still John Wilson out in front, Jerry Farrell and Tommy Hill, the top three. Bobby Bob looks to the inside of Hill, going to make one last shot at it. No, he blows the tire or something off. Loses position there, and down the brush straightaway. it's Juke and John Wilson with the win over Jerry Farrell and Tommy Hill. Inside Florida, Inside Florida Racing.
1: Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, everyone. CeCe Brooks with you, of course, in the studio with Jack and Rob, and... You know, we get our Inside Florida Racing apparel from com. That's fancy with an I. com make our staff shirts as well as our uh, nice racing jackets. Well, I, as Rob points out, I'm the only one with one. But um, at the time, I'm the only one that wanted one. But... Fancy Work com is a racing family. The Mays family races trucks out at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. And if you are looking for clothing, um, T-shirts, staff shirts, crew shirts, maybe you need embroidery work done on your new fire suit, Maybe you're looking for promotional items to be able to toss into the grandstands to the people in attendance at the race. They can hook you up with things and put together a nice package for you in a timely manner and help you bring it in to meet your budget. FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. Now, if you're looking for hats, if you want a nice hat to pass out to people for your teammates to wear, for yourself, and to be able to give away to your sponsors and your fans – FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. They make my CC Brooks limited edition racing caps. And I tell you what, they're hard for me to hold on to because people are always wanting them once they see them. They do the best work. The top quality in hats and shirts is FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That's fancy with an I. And you will find a link to their website on the Inside Florida Racing website. You can go to com and just click on the com link and go to their website. You can take a look at all different kinds of things that they make coming up to the summertime, you want something unique? Well, they can make you a racing team bikinis that you can uh, give to the women in your life if you want them to be out on the beach with your racing logos on a bikini. They can do that. Very diverse. They can put together all kinds of different things for you to help you market yourself. It's fancyworkembroidery.com, And I just want to say a big thank you to Casey and Kurt Mays for all all that they do for Inside Florida Racing and myself on Kicks Country. Well, Saturday night was a great night for me up at East Bay Raceway Park. I tell you, finally got to uh, see what it feels like to race on dirt and had a really good time. And I, you know what? It, I, wa- I want to do it again. I, I'm ready to do it again, and I think I'm also now ready to get back out on the asphalt and uh, and do that again. So so uh, thanks so much to everyone that has made me... Uh, encouraged me and have made the arrangements so I could go out there and experience racing and looking forward to hopefully get more experiences in 2009, which it's hard to believe we are getting closer and closer to the holidays. And I feel very fortunate that this Thanksgiving I get to celebrate it with my mom and dad. They've come down from North Carolina, so they were with me up at East Bay as well, uh, my son was there and my brother, who like never comes out and does anything, uh, came out when he heard racing and um, and joined me up there at East Bay. And also I had my own little pit crew of folks from uh, came up from Charlotte County Motorsports Park and just made for a great night for me. Now, this is really interesting um, when you think about it. You know, there are people that love strictly dirt and there's people who strictly love asphalt and um you know what's going to happen when we when we look at some of these asphalt tracks that are having problems and people come up to me and say well throw dirt on them throw dirt on them and yes dirt tracks very popular they're saying racing on dirt a lot more affordable nowadays than racing on asphalt so what do you think would you how would you feel if maybe your asphalt track in your community Got uh, turned into a dirt track, like they took Ocala back to dirt. It's been very successful for Ocala, and you never know. That might be the wave of the future to have more dirt tracks because of the affordability for the drivers. Granted, it's my understanding that initially converting the track from asphalt to dirt is uh, quite expensive, but it might be the way of the future. If um, you see more and more drivers dropping off the asphalt tracks and going to dirt, Jack, we might see more, you know, there there might be a trend of, of more dirt tracks. I,
0: I'm going to turn my family room to dirt.
1: <laughs> I know. I've actually talked to guys that are throwing, you know, making... Uh, Sort of like little mini dirt go-kart tracks, you know, in the back parts of their property for themselves and their friends and their kids to play on. Because dirt is just getting so popular. And speaking of dirt, do I have one of my favorite guys when it comes to it. the dirt track experience? Todd Hutto from East Bay Raceway Park. Hey, Todd.
10: Hello, Cece. How you doing?
1: I'm still riding my high from Saturday night, Todd.
10: Well, that's good. Did you have fun?
1: Oh, I had a blast. Thank you so much for helping, you know, make that possible for me. I had a great time, and so did my whole family that came up with me. Thank you so much.
10: That's good. The uh, I thought the race was pretty exciting. Actually, everybody did a real good job, and, and the more importantly, nobody wrecked.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> no cautions got thrown during our race.
10: Well, see, I was going to bring that up. You know, like maybe the next drivers meeting and say, hey. What's the deal here, guys? We come out here and we did a, a media race. They went out and throw their pen and paper away and their, their TV cameras, and they went out and put on a show, and they didn't have any cautions. Why can't we do that? You know? <laughs>
1: well, if, you know, I wanted to uh, commend you on something, Todd. I, I noticed that your pricing for the race Saturday night was $12 for adults, and if I remember correctly, you were letting kids 11 and under in free to the racetrack, Correct.
11: Correct, twelve and under.
1: 12, twelve and under free. Now,
11: you know he's not gonna get any arguments out of me. No,
1: because this is what Rob and I and Jack have been preaching that tracks should try this and now has it always has this always been your pricing that twelve and under free?
10: Uh actually no, whenever uh, our group with me and Al and, and Mike and Dean, uh the, the partnership bought the racetrack, we actually lowered the price and allowed the kids to come in free. So we actually lowered the price when we bought the racetrack.
0: Todd, why are you throwing away all that money?
10: Well,
12: yes, no,
1: exactly. This is the, this is the kind of response we've been getting from other track owners that that's, you're losing money, you know, you shouldn't be letting the kids in for free, that it's not a good idea. Has your experience been that this has been a positive thing and that you make money up in concessions?
10: Uh, well, actually, maybe maybe a little bit here and there, but more importantly, um, where we just talked about, you know, racetracks closing, different things. We've got to create new racers. And if they're not here at the racetrack when they're young, yeah. we're not going to create new racers in the story.
1: That's a very good point.
10: So we've, we've well, got to get them here and get them interested in the racing, obviously. You know, most of us that's in the racing now grew up because mom and dad or somebody was in racing. Somewhere along the line, we got involved in it. And, uh, you know, you got to keep the youngsters involved in, in, in something. Um, of course, you know, most of us play football or cheerlead or do something, and and you always grow up on that side of things, and the racing's the same way. If you grow up in racing, you love it, you enjoy it, and you want to be here each and every week.
1: And, and the kids look like they have so much fun at your track, they are running around, and granted, they are picking up the clots of dirt that gets <laughs> that get flung around, and they're playing with them, and they're having a good time, and you don't, you know, and there's like no kids causing problems that I have ever noticed up there, or you know throwing fits and being unhappy everybody's just so you know having such a good time uh, watching the races and the kids are running around and playing and um it's just a great family atmosphere and just you know kudos to you and alan everyone up there at east bay
10: i appreciate it we do work hard um and friday night we do uh our go-kart racing for the kids um we have some older kids of course that participate in the go-karts but basically it's for the younger kids and, and that's where it starts i mean uh be able to do what we love to do, and uh, the kids are a part of that. And we need to bring them up in that atmosphere that's fun and positive, so that one day they can take over and be the leaders
3: mm-hmm.
10: of our racetracks.
3: So,
10: Todd, tell us! Tell us! it's time you gave us uh, the segue before, where you were going to tell
11: us something, make a big announcement, Earth, well,
1: earth-shattering. You can't wait any longer. Mind-blowing What's
11: the announcement
10: that you've got. Well the, well, the mind-blowing part, you know, was probably somewhat along the lines of, of some of the farthest short-track short track promoters being able to sit down and work together and come to an agreement. I mean, that's, Jack's been to some of the beatings that we've had over the past 10 years, and, and that's probably the, the maybe the earth-shattering or mind-blowing, whichever way you want to look at it. All right. Um, but then to actually agree on something, I mean, that's even bigger, you know. Uh, but uh, Volusia Speedway Park, north florida speedway ocala speedway and east bay i mean we've all been working together over the last three or four months on things and, and trying to figure out ways to help um all of us succeed and help the racers succeed even uh, a little bit more um, so that the racers can go to east you know from east bay to volusia or north florida or ocala and race and not have to change too much on their cars
1: Mm-hmm. that's great
10: so, basically, we've sat down and, and, and taken just one group of racers to start with, because obviously, if you look at a rule book, there's numerous pages and a lot to be deciphered. So, we, we kind of sat down and looked at our sprint car situation, and uh, our cars here at East Bay run a little bit different motors than some of the other cars that come from North Florida or Jacksonville, different places, and and uh, so what we're trying to do is put the put together a deal where we can come up with a common rule book, and we've sat down with the racetracks and, and created basically a series amongst the tracks, um, and we're going to run an eight-race deal, and basically it's between those four racetracks right now, and we're going to have a series uh, promoter, so to speak, or, or series director, um, and that will be Don Rings. Don's a longtime sprint car veteran, and, and will do an excellent job. To go around and oversee the operation and, and take care of things as we go from track to track and make this thing work. Um, but the biggest thing is putting together that rule book and for all the tracks to keep the open um, communication going and, and we all talk once or twice a week actually and I think it's a great thing. And basically from there we want to keep moving forward with some other classes and keep this thing kind of rolling and, and work on some things that hopefully you know, um, we can continue to, to build upon I've tried in the past, um, Jack knows, I've tried to do some things with, with the of me Thought Challenge and the Southern Sportsman Series that that we ran some years ago and we were in some of the meetings and i tried to get some of the owners to do some things and I didn't really accomplish a whole lot except a bunch of meetings but with this group here they're all open-minded and we've, we've accomplished more in three months than I did in five years so I think it's going to be a win-win for the racer, for the fans, and for the tracks.
0: Well, you see, you went to all those meetings, Todd, and you learned how to do meetings, and uh, you, you learned how to do them in a in a in a They didn't work. How they didn't work. <laughs> they didn't work.
10: Yeah, exactly. I got to eat a lot of pizza. That's right. So, but uh, no, the big thing is, like I say, we've created something here um, that that Don and Anne uh can take control of of course everybody knows don and ann and they take have done great over the years um with the tba ra and, and i think don can step in and do an absolutely wonderful job here uh phil and liz at north Florida has been uh great to work with along with tanya and, and mike at ocala tanya at lucia has been i just met her this year when the when the late model deal did their, did their combined deal we went up there and, and had a meeting with all of us and, and it's uh That's kind of when the communication started, and from there we just opened it up and went a little bit further, and I think it's going to be a win for everybody. Um, What we're kind of doing is, I'm going to have a website and all that stuff, get everything posted. Uh, The website will be uh, dirtfordirt.com. Basically, our dirtfordirt.com promoters association is what we're going to call this deal, and hopefully just make it grow from here.
0: Is that with a letter, or, I mean, the letters F-O-R, or is that with the numeral four?
10: Numeral four. Okay. com. I'm not as quick as Jack on the website stuff, but so it may take me about a week to get it up there.
2: So. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what... He, he's always looking for a job. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Not these days.
1: So, Todd this is great about don you know um have I've worked with him with the with his checkered flag sprint series and um you know he's he's just a great guy to be working with and he knows the sprint cars where where do you see down the road um once you get this the sprint card series going? Where do you see down the road you want to take it next what next series do you sort of want to focus on to, to go for between the four tracks
10: Probably. Looking at the modified, we're doing the modified race here, which David will be coming to in Thanksgiving, and, and once again, um, you know, kind of poking myself in the back. But East Bay's the one that's kind of outside on the box on the rules. Yeah. So we're trying to do something a little bit different with our rules for that race. It's a non-points race, but it's a 50 lap race that'll be paying a thousand to win that weekend, and we're basically opening our rule book up to coincide with the UMP, um and some of the other classes that, that Volusia runs in Ocala and North Florida so that see how our cars compete here versus at those tracks. Our guys do go to Ocala and run, and some of them run with the two-barrel, some of them run with the four-barrel, or, or vice versa, and uh, they do pretty good. But How would course, you like to see them run, Todd? Um, we're going to have to open it up a little bit. Uh, we're going to have to open up our, our cars a little bit and, and give them a little bit more uh, so they can keep up, even here at East Bay. Uh, hmm but, you know, when you go to some of the other tracks, Volusia and, and North Florida especially, those tracks are a little bit bigger, and it does take a little bit more motor to get around them. So um, that's where our cars, if they stayed on the same motor package, would lack, you know, lack a little bit. So, and what, what motor do they actually run in uh, your class? Well, basically we're on a head combination where it's a little bit smaller than everybody else in a two-barrel carburetor, where the other motors are open a little bit more and they have a four-barrel, and actually they weigh 100 pounds less our cars are a little bit heavier. So we're just going to adjust some weight and allow them a four-barrel and, and kind of see what happens. Has there ever been that uh, the crank motor brought into the modified? Not yet. We've, we've experimented with it here. Um, we've tried some things, and we have looked at it. Um, but uh, right now, we have not actually put it in race competition, so to speak. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, to anybody that's been around late model racing in the last year or so, especially here at East Bay, I've seen the crate of motor and it does a pretty darn good job in the late yeah. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
10: yeah, it does. So, no doubt about it. But, uh, but to get back to the sprint car deal, uh, it'll be called Top Gun Sprint Car Series. And um, like I say, the, the big thing is working out the rules and stuff so that the two or three different combinations of rules across the state of Florida can actually come together and, and work as one. And um, we we'll would be starting to... The deal off next year at North Florida Speedway on March the seventh. So uh, we've got a schedule in place of eight races, and it'll be spread out throughout the whole year. So it won't be a whole lot of traveling, you know, week to week to week. It'll, it'll give, it'll give you know, the guys time to recuperate, so to speak, and still be able to uh, run their home track. And, and the rules amongst the series will be the same rules on a weekly basis at the racetrack. And you know, I'd love to see a young man or a young lady and wins the series championship and a track championship in the same year. That would be awesome.
2: Is it a wing class or
10: non-wing class? It would be the wing class. It's basically the same uh, sprint we have running here at East Bay now on, a, on a, every other week. Um,
1: is that the 360s?
10: It's basically our limited sprints here. We're going we're gonna to up them up you know, a little bit more um, as far as the what the uh, Jack Sprint Cars series is. Up in North Florida, they have a group running up there with auto-scraping them. Right. Um, there's a bunch of different types of sets of rules around, and we just kind of got to manipulate everything so it all works together for everybody.
0: So, so I was just going
10: to... Is there going to be a point theory? Absolutely. It'll be an eight-race deal. It'll be a points. we have a points fund um, at the end of the year. And uh, so everything, like I say, is going to be based off some of the other things that I've done, I, I kind of put this thing together and, and we've tweaked it between uh, North Florida, Volusia, and Ocala. Everybody had input and everybody's on board. And I think it's going to be something that will hopefully open up the eyes uh, to some of the other track promoters and uh, a lot of people in racing. That hey, when we get together and we work together, a lot of good things can happen for
0: everybody. Well, absolutely. So so there's eight races, what, two races each track in, uh, um when, when when would this whole deal start? Like March, April?
10: It'll, it'll kick off on March the 7th at uh, North Florida, and then March the 20th at Ocala, and then April the 18th at Volusia, May the 9th at East Bay, July 25th at Volusia, September 26th at North Florida, October 10th at East Bay, and then... My boy Mike, they want to end up on a Friday night, November the thirteenth. How about that? The Friday night, the <laughs> finale
0: yeah, he likes them Friday the thirteenth things.
10: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, Mike, he, he's 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 one of them Friday night guys, I guess. But. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. What do you, what are your thoughts on the uh, the dirt cars? Uh, I think there's some dirt cars at East Bay that are starting to race uh, on the asphalt. Uh, is is that? Is those, are those like dirt cars? Do they have to change, make changes to race uh, on the asphalt at Auburndale? What's your thoughts on that whole deal?
10: Yeah, they'd have to make some changes. I don't know uh, how much. I mean, I guess the best way to look at it, if, if everybody made the same changes, they would all be the same. Uh, if a guy went out and spent eight or $10,000 to make changes to his dirt car, he'd obviously be faster than anybody else. Um, but that's kind of where this comes from. Um, some of the guys were wanting more races and more races, and unfortunately here this year at East Bay, I mean, I believe we've been rained out eight times, um, and it's cut back some of the classes to where they could not race uh, their 18 or 20 times that we normally run them. Um, we do have a long season, but our long season, of course, goes through July and August, and we don't get a whole lot of racing in sometimes. So uh, if we can come up with the common rule book and and let the guys and gals go out and race a few different places and and have a little series within a series, um, I think it would be a great thing. But uh, getting back to your question, Jack, I I don't know that it would work out as good as they think it's going to work in some cases. I mean, there are cars that can definitely go run um, down there and do some different things, but I I believe it's going to get into a cost deal to where the more money you put in the you're going to go, obviously. But um, it's just going it's, it's to be too hard to go back and forth, I believe, you know, on, on a consistent basis. I got you.
1: Well, they would have to constantly be, be changing the setup of the vehicles.
10: Well, and my my biggest thing is, you know, I've always heard, you know, my, my dad won a race one time, and on Sunday morning they were out there changing the car and working on stuff, and I'm like, man, if I wanted to race Saturday night, I would just, you know, put a tarp over and leave it till next saturday and his comment was to me he said well that's why you'd always run second because the guy that finished second is trying to get his car a little bit faster so um, you know the guy's working on them back and forth you know you, you might have a good dirt set up this week you don't want to touch it if you're going to go to the asphalt next week so you might skip that race or vice versa so i see a whole lot of Maybe guys that might start out going back and forth, but in the long run, if you like dirt, you're going to be a dirt racer. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. Dirt, you know, that's that's something we, we have seen already um, a bit in the in the late models. You know, a lot of guys have have uh, who have been racing asphalt have. Uh, uh, you know, when they make the commitment to dirt, they got to make the commitment to dirt. It's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem to work out that well to go back and forth in, in the late models either. You're going to have eight races. What kind of uh, you, so did I get from that that you, you East Bay and the other tracks aren't going to necessarily cut back any of their other sprint racing, um, or is that part of it?
10: No, we're not cutting back. We're still going to have our regular yeah. uh, schedule here at East Bay. This would be added on top of that. Uh, to give the cars more, you know, times to run during the year. Yeah. Um, so that's a win-win for the drivers. Also, some of them may or may not want to go to these different places, but if they do, they do, and if they don't, they don't.
0: What kind of purses are they running for? There, did I miss that?
10: I, I... that the uh, right now the way we got it set up, it'll be seven hundred to win, and it's a pretty good payout throughout the field. I'm also looking at uh, figuring out some ways to do some some hard charger stuff, of course, some lap money and, and different things. Um, and that's where I think it's going to um, help everybody. We're starting out. I'm going to tell everybody we're starting out kind of small, with hopes of getting a little bit bigger as far as the payout and the point fund and you know lap leader money and stuff. But instead of being one series guy, you got four racetracks and a series director. That's all working in the same direction. So I think it'll be a, a pretty good deal.
2: Hey, Todd. You know, I I had this idea a long time ago. You know, that was one of the reasons that used to aggravate me you know, about uh, some of the things, you know, with uh, the series, you know, that why could tracks, you know, do something similar like what you're talking about and uh, each of the tracks take a little bit of the burden. Um, is that what's going to happen here? And each of these tracks would have their own burden of
10: the, uh, the payout? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. each track, will there'll be a, a, a constant payout of the same thing for each of these races, and uh, the, the uh, track's, you know, basically, uh, well, I guess when a series comes in, um, and I look at it both ways because, as Jack knows, I've ran three different racing series. I've done a lot in racing, but when it, when I when you come to my racetrack, I have an announcer, and I have a, a flagman, and I have a corner worker, and, and I have me, and I have Al, and, and we're all here, so you don't necessarily need to bring anybody else in in some cases. Uh, so this deal, I think, will, will work because each racetrack has everybody at this place. And Don can be the overall series director, so there's not a big cost, an overhead cost, so to speak, of people coming in to do other things. And I believe that's where we can kind of help out and make it work for each racetrack and, and be a win-win there again for,
0: for the tracks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And these ideas were, this this concept was discussed a long time ago. And discussed me, for, me and you know that, don't we? Yeah, talked about and talked about and talked, talked about in the asphalt uh sphere uh in florida and uh... it
2: makes too much sense in the asphalt realm and it just doesn't uh it just doesn't seem to pan out you know but uh, go ahead jack i'm just thinking
0: were you uh, just wow. being sarcastic rob is that what no, you're
2: i'm being yeah well yeah sort of you know it makes a lot of sense you know and i just don't understand how come it it just doesn't you know take into effect you know because it, 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 you have these all these different theories you know that try to come but in the same token, what's going to happen if you do have a series that wants to come run sprint cars at your racetrack? Are you going
10: to allow them to? Uh, probably not. I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, we're we're good on what we have, I believe. And these these uh, ladies and gentlemen that come out and run these put on a heck of a show. So I don't believe we'd need anybody else to necessarily come in, other than the Winter Nationals here at East Bay. And uh, I mean, there's going to be enough sprint car racing to go around. And, and we work. We're working hard to make this deal. Uh, Very successful and uh, good for everybody.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that, um, a couple of points, that that, uh, the media and getting out lots of information about the series and the drivers and all that, um, I think we've found, and, you know, that's very important in in all of this stuff. If you can uh, get out lots of information about the drivers, that helps the sponsors and the whole deal and helps the whole game.
10: Yes, absolutely. And there again, Jack, I mean, you know, we've talked about several different things in some of the meetings that we used to do. And, and my personal opinion is when we walked out of that meeting, everybody forgot what they talked about.
0: Right. Yeah,
10: you know, nobody ever followed up. I mean, you know, me and you have several conversations about it was a meeting, and we got to enjoy our pizza and drink a Coke, and that was about it. So, um, like I say, this group here is, is focused, and they all are dedicated, and I believe this thing is going to work out what, uh, better than most people think
0: what kind of car count uh, sprint car count do you, do you kind of expect or, or would you kind of see for the you know this first year what, what, what like what would fans expect
10: uh, fans should expect anywhere from 22 to, to 26 cars uh, maybe even more uh, Ocala and Volusia both did a deal earlier uh, this year where they kind of did the same concept. And that's one of the reasons that we we kind of started with the Sprint. And uh, they had 36 and 37 cars. Um, But there again, when you look at a a series and traveling some of the places and trying to run on a weekly basis, you know, some of the guys and gals can't afford to do it or can't afford to get off work and do it, you know, all the time. So they might pick or choose one or two here. So, I mean, I'd be happy with 25 to 26 cars each of these races. And and that would
0: be a great show for the fans. And then, would there be a, a, a championship point fund at the end for the. Uh, yes, sir. All that sort of
10: stuff. Yes, yeah. sir. We've got a championship point fund. I've already got it set up. Um, working on things and pay out to the top 10 uh, drivers and um, fixing to get started on calling some of the different manufacturers and doing some things. Um, I talked with Don today about that and we're looking at trying to get away you know some contingencies and different things as we
0: go through the year from race to race and at think at the end of the year it's cool I you know Rob uh, as we and CC uh, we've talked to, to Todd's probably about the eighth different uh, track owner eighth or ninth we've talked mm-hmm. to in the last several months and I think we should ask him some of those types of questions about the economy and cover some of that ground up uh, okay Todd uh, what's your take on on uh, the overall, um, I mean, I know gas prices have dropped uh, recently. I was talking with Al Saturday night, and he's real happy about that, as we all are. Um, but overall, how is this economic uh, downturn that we're experiencing nationwide? How do you? How is that impacting you guys? What are you doing to deal with it? I mean, we've just so you know, we've some of the track owners. We've covered it all. Some say, "Hey, we just have to." To keep plugging away and, and make it all work, we have others who swear the end is the you know it's 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 doomsday coming. You know, so where do you guys fit into that?
10: Uh, I believe you have to keep plugging away, and keep working at it. Um, we we talked about our prices earlier. I mean, I don't know too many places anymore you can go for for less than twenty five dollars for a, a family of four and get in and enjoy a, a an entertainment night. Um, that's part of it. Uh, I guess we were fortunate in the fact that it got rained out all summer. so the gas prices were high. They didn't have to drive over here. So <laughs> we got rained out every, every week during July and August. So. Um, but no, the big thing is, is uh, promotion. Uh, CC, I believe you know we did a, t- yep. a promotion for our event for this weekend, and it showed. I mean, if you walked out in the parking lot, which we do have people to kind of go out there and look at the tags and see where different people come from, um, that's part of it. And you got to get back to the basics every now and then and get back to a show. Saturday night we had a show, and if anybody was here at East Bay, um, you know, that's what it's all about, putting on a show. It was entertaining. We had all types of different things going on, and I believe everybody enjoyed it.
1: You know what? The kids absolutely loved the the guy running around in the gorilla suit, the person in the the gorilla suit passing out candy to the kids. The kids were loving that, and that's such a simple thing.
10: Mm -hmm. Sure, we we're working on a new mascot. Actually, I, I did a, a deal for about six months this year that we're going to have a new mascot next year. Not that we're getting rid of Bobo, so don't worry about that. Bobo, he he's going to be around here for a while.
1: Oh, oh, is that is that the gorilla's name?
10: That's his name. Okay. So he, he might get a new speedo or something. You never know. But he's going to <laughs> he be around here for a while. He, he had a piston or something like
2: that, or a a rod and piston running around.
10: Uh, <laughs> Charlotte's got that, so we we got we got something too. We got dirt dopper. Oh, do they? I didn't. I don't. Want no, wait
1: to a minute. What are you getting?
10: We're getting dirt dopper. Dirt dopper dirt, dirt dopper. for two thousand
1: nine. Right.
10: Cool. But uh, some of the some of the I mean, it's real simple. Some of the things you need to do. Um, like talking about the kids and different things. Uh, one of our better nights, we had a, uh, a deal with the Hillsborough County Parks and Recreation Department, and we did uh, just some of the jumping things like they talked about earlier with the kids. You know, just where they come out, it's free. You go out there and jump on that thing all night long. And, of course, I'm sure the parents loved it because when they hit the interstate, they were out, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But the big thing is, I mean, the gas prices, I believe, have uh, slowed us down a little bit this year. Um, it does affect people. I mean, it it affects everybody, you know. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe somebody that could drive from Lakeland or, or St. Pete or wherever to the racetrack here at East Bay may not come. Every week, um, I've noticed some of the racers that, that I've raced that are my personal friends. I mean, they're not racing on a consistent weekly basis because they can't do it right now. you know. So, And it depends on what kind of business you're in. If you're in a construction business, it may be a little, little bit slower than if you're a doctor. Mm-hmm. You get sick all the time, that ain't slowed down. So it just depends on maybe what business you're in. And and uh, the big thing, though, is I mean, we just have to keep plugging away and, and leave our doors of our opportunity open new things to come along and you know we change the racing business as it changes i mean some of the other promoters want to stick to what happened in 1970 or whatever well it ain't 1970 we got to keep moving forward
1: well i think it's i I just think it's great when you know you have the kids 12 and under free and i think that you show that it's a successful thing to do when you can see the amount of families that are out at your track. The kids are running around happy. The parents are having a nice time. They're enjoying watching the race. You know, everybody's entertained and um, and well-fed. I got. I, I want you to know that uh, my mother, it was her first time for her to be up at East Bay. She came down to watch me in my race, and she wanted me to pass on that she had a lovely time. She's not a, um, not, not a racer, a uh, race fan, but had a great time and really loved the hamburgers that you serve at your concessions. So, <laughs> Um, you got my mom's stamp of approval. My mom's a really good cook, so I just wanted you to know that. But you have, you have a great setup there, and I think that the proper pricing and making it such a warm, friendly family environment, and you don't see, oh, let's put it this way, of all the times I've been up there, Rob, I've never seen a fight on the track. Hey,
2: I've, have you ever seen a track that has more of a candy selection that guy that sells the candy up there, he candies anything. You give him something, he'll deep fry it or up top cover it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you know, it's a it's a great it's a great family place to go and for me I consider it it's well worth the ninety minute drive up from Charlotte County.
2: Well, for me, the good news for me is I'm back here in Tampa. Todd, you will be seeing more of me at your racetrack. I'll be reporting more of what's going on uh at the dirt there and at uh The other tracks here are closer to Tampa now that I'm here, so uh, get used to it. (laughs) We'll see.
0: So, Todd, go ahead, Rob.
2: I'd I'd like to see how the track does, you know, uh, uh, weekly and be able to report on it. Because, you know, I've always said, you know, it seems like East Bay, they have a fan following, and there's always people in the seats there, but... Uh, that's true you have to realize there is definitely people there who have been coming to that race mm-hmm. track as fans for you know 25 30 maybe 50 years you know how long has it been there yeah thirty three 30 years 33 years.
0: Well you know Todd, Todd's experience obviously is in, in asphalt as well as in dirt and um, you know when you watch racing on the track, what's actually going on out there on the track? You don't see, I mean, this is just, we talk about it all the time, but it's just common sense. You don't see that kind of action on an asphalt track very often. You just don't see it in these days. Yeah. Okay, maybe you did a long, long time ago, but you don't now. And that's what fans are coming to pay for to see. And, you know, I think the success of, like, East Bay and Ocala, Volusia, and, and, uh, and North Florida with the, the shows and, 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 and the excitement that's created on the dirt tracks. Obviously, the asphalt tracks can't recreate that without re- putting dirt on their track. But they've got to come up with some ways to make the shows more exciting.
1: Well, look at what Sean Smith did Saturday night. He fought, you know, he started in the back, fought all the way up, got up there, got into fourth. And how often do you see that happen in an asphalt track? You don't see that kind of. Intense racing, passing, and working the way up and taking that challenge from the rear and coming up and being so successful. And it just,
2: what do you think, Not Todd? Not for field like that. A yeah. field like that, man, you look at how many cars show How many cars are there, Todd? I think we ended up with, uh, I
1: I want to say 48. There
0: was four, 46. Okay.
2: Yep. 46 cars show up. All right. You got the best of the best there. Listen, I haven't been to a late model race, okay, on asphalt, where there was more than the field could race in a long time. Now, granted, some of the SA races they probably do have that kind of haven't been to those, but um, I, I can't remember the last time in a big race. How about it, uh, Jack? You go to them? Well, last time you went to one and you had to race in besides like the Governors Cup. Yeah, it's been
0: a while. It's been a while.
2: You know, and they do it with these uh, dirt races all the time. Um, Todd, let me ask you something. I just happened to notice this in looking at the schedule for the United late Mall Challenge Series. It was such a good race that they had there on, on uh, the Saturday night. Are they coming back to your racetrack next year?
10: Uh, we don't know yet. We're still working on that right now. Um, me and Ken and Al has been talking about it and basically I told him that uh, I'm not ready to put out my schedule yet. So um, I've always waited till Thanksgiving or so to put out my series schedule and, and uh, that's what we typically do here at East Bay. So I was just kind of waiting until we get our ducks in a row and we got a lot of stuff going on with the winter nationals that we needed to put in place, and so our season within a season needs to happen first, and, and our winter national schedule is now out, so we can get started on 2009 and see what happens from there. Is what, the, the storm pay late models coming back? Uh, it's the D Smith crate late models now. It's the same same series, a uh, new title sponsor. They'll be here uh, December 12th 13th this year for the 10,000 away crate show. Man, that's a good show. CC, remember that that's one? Oh, show.
1: when we went up to the, for the Winter Nationals. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm looking for Winter
2: Nationals, the Storm. Remember the Storm?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the Storm. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, you yeah, interviewed Kenny to show. talk to Kenny Schrader that night.
1: Right? That's right. That's yeah. the night I met Kenny Schrader. That's right.
2: And uh, the guy that won, I can't remember his name. What was the kid that won the one last week, last
10: uh, year? Uh, last year here at this he place? Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, um,
1: Jimmy Owens. Jimmy Owens.
2: Jimmy Owens. Yeah. Jimmy Owens. Yeah. yeah, man, he put on a great show. It was good.
10: Jimmy, Jimmy Owens puts on a great show anywhere he goes, trust me. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll be back. He's a well, uh, so. race car driver.
0: So what are the, what are some of the other events you have upcoming here in the next uh, couple of months before uh, the Winter National time?
10: Well, we have our uh, our big Thanksgiving Modified Race. Um, that'll be the, the Gobbler 50, which David will be here running with us, David Rudeman. right. And then uh, we've got a couple of schedule changes that uh, I don't have my website up in front of me, basically, but uh, we've added a couple of our late model shows, I believe, the December 6th, and a limited late model show to that Thanksgiving weekend, because we had to reschedule the sprint cars for this weekend, so the ASDS sprint car show will be this weekend. That's a rescheduled date from November the 1st. So if you want to see sprint car racing, we have the, the East Bay Sprints here this weekend, the ASDS Sprint, and and there'll be a pile of them. So that'll be a... That's upcoming this weekend, and then uh, we do the Crate Show December the uh, 12th, 13th.
0: You still having fun?
10: Oh, I love this stuff. Absolutely. You looked like you were having fun the other night. Uh, well, the other night, now I was... I mean, there were several people made the comment that I was in a good mood. I didn't get mad at nobody. That's pretty good. Uh, you looked
0: relaxed there. and happy.
10: Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, Jack does that to me. That's what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, let me let me undo that.
0: So so now we've covered the bases. Now you can give me a no comment, but I'm going to give you the opportunity. You're not involved in uh, asphalt late model racing at all now. Not and uh, that I know of? Huh?
10: Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, earlier this year, uh, and and in the last year. We had what we we did a series of shows where we we were calling it motor wars because there was this big motor war going on in the asphalt world between uh, uh, some of the factions in the asphalt game
2: spec motors
0: you know what I'm saying and uh, so now we have the Florida Governor's Cup that's been being raced uh, you know as long as Don narone has been alive practically and uh, this year's uh, 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 governor's cup on the november 22nd the cra the other series that's been kind of feuding with fast car over these motor things put a race on the uh, right on top of it on november 22nd up at south georgia motorsports park paying ten thousand dollar to win what do you think about all that
10: oh let's see. You just gotta keep plugging along, I guess. <laughs> back to where we gotta work together, guys. Oh man, don't even get me started with these
2: guys. I'm
0: telling you, <laughs> Unbelievable. It just makes you uh it just makes you shake your head, don't it?
10: Mm. Well, I thought you were gonna ask me something about motors. I mean I was <laughs> thinking I was thinking if anybody been here at East Bay this year, I mean great motors rule. Let's go. I mean they're, they're they're you know, inexpensive. I mean we can go racing and put 30, 40 cars on out there and on a good show, and John Smith come from 24th to 4th in a 60-lap race, I mean. The guy that won had a
2: crate motor, didn't he?
10: I believe the top two did. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what
2: keeps the tires under them.
0: Yeah. Yep. And Peacock won uh, the United, the last United Dirt Late model race mm-hmm. over there with a crate motor, too. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. And, 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 okay, speaking of that now, what's the plan for uh, uh, Mr. Sean Bass uh, for next year, do you know?
10: i seen him drive here uh, Thursday night in the late model, and I don't know, man. he will tell you what. See, I thought he was pretty good till I seen him in the late model. <laughs> 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 no, no, Sean, uh, Sean don't have no plans. He's, he's yeah. for opportunities, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been out here driving the Outlaw for a couple weeks and uh, done pretty good. Yep. This past Saturday night, he uh, got in a little altercation. Uh, so, uh, didn't quite get to finish the race. And, right. But uh, other than that, he's been... Trying his hand on the dirt a little bit. And he he had not got to race the asphalt car a whole lot this year. So, yeah. something about, I don't know, the economy and money issues. So <laughs> we've had to slow that down a little bit. So. <laughs> hey, Todd, you
2: know, you did have a big shake-up at your track on Saturday night. What's the true story behind the 33 and the 32?
10: As far as Roger?
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's up there? Did you find out the true story there?
10: No, I, I, me, and, me and Roger don't see eye to eye. He's the only guy shorter than I am, so... <laughs> well, I just well, the we talked to drivers.
1: Well, we we well, talked talk, talk, talk talk to we talked to Roger. Roger. Yeah,
0: Roger. We yeah. talked to Roger about that. He just uh he he lost his uh his late model ride and he decided he was going to lose uh he was going to lose the late model ride. He was going to lose the, the modified. modified ride as well and so I he I thought maybe up. I thought maybe
2: Todd might have heard the other side the story of why would they why would they uh
3: Take
0: his ride away. They wanted him. better. It was it was a they, performance they, issue. Yeah, they wanted they wanted more out of it than they thought he could give. Was basically what we were told. So,
10: well, I think there comes a point in time, even in short track racing, where you know after two or three years, that maybe people don't see eye to eye on maybe car up, or the way the driver's performing or the way the car is performing for the driver. So sure. I, may, I imagine that was probably the case because all those guys that, that work on the car and on the car and Roger, they're all good guys. And, yeah. you know, sometimes people don't see eye to eye, and it's time for a change. And it could be both, you know, good for both sides.
0: Well, look, so, look like Mark, Mark Whitener, wasn't it? Mark Whitener and Johnny Collins uh, had changes early in the year.
10: Yep. and uh, so Those guys had changes, and it's worked out pretty good for both of them. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. did. So, ah,
0: I, No doubt about that. Hope that worked
10: out for Roger the same way. Well,
0: uh, Todd, Todd, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to talk about that we didn't cover?
10: Oh, I think we covered a whole lot. I think we did pretty good. I just want to give a shout out to uh, to uh, North Florida Speedway and, and Ocala and, and Volusia, and, and uh, extend the, everybody go out and see those tracks when when people come to town and race there, and uh, look forward to something exciting in 2009 from from all these tracks.
0: Okay, so we got a new sprint car deal starting in March and uh, eight race series. Don yep. Reem,
2: huh. modifieds coming up next.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to get a hold of Don. And- And uh, talk to Don Rehm.
1: Oh, definitely. And, and Todd, I look forward to being back at your racetrack soon.
10: Well, thank you. And I believe you can – Tanya has a deal going on December the 13th, I believe, that was the date, but she's going to kind of give it a test run, so to speak, with a sprint car deal. It will not be a point scheduled night, but it will be a, a race at Volusia for the sprint cars that night. All right.
1: Cool. Okay, Todd, thanks so much. It was great of you to be able to take some time out and join us and share your big news with all our listeners.
0: dirt dot dirtcom
10: dirt for dirt for all the asphalt guys. I know I get several calls that want me to do something over there. The only way I can help you is to come race on the dirt boys. I'm sorry. There they're not going to pave it. That's one of the things they're not going to do,
0: C.C. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: All right, Todd, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks take a you lot. To you, Todd. Bye, you. Todd. All right, thank you, everybody. Have a good night. You too. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. What do you think
0: of that, Rob? Huh? What do you think of that? I think that's
2: great. You know, uh, um, you know, Don, he's, his uh, reputation precedes him, so uh, um, we know it's going to be a good deal, and when you do it on the dirt, you know, there's going to be more guys that are going to show up, and I think if they run that trip I, I think it's going to be great. I just keep thinking in my head, you know, what's what's going to be in the future for the other class? They're going to do modifieds next. They need a structuring of a class like that. Now, when you get into late models, what are you going to do? You know, I asked the question about the uh, the sprint cars and if they're going to let any other series run, and they're not. It be unfortunate, very unfortunate, if um, they, you know, get late models doing the same way and don't allow these other late model series to run uh, like this... Uh,
1: we don't want to see, class. yeah. We don't yeah, want to I'm see like, them you
2: know, shut out. Late you know, that, yeah. them not being on the schedule. And uh, I thought for sure he was going to tell me, no, they're not on there, but for sure they're going to be. And I didn't get that out of him, so I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, what's up?
1: Well, wait, so let's wait come and come see. Up. Now that he's, he's got the 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 new Sprint Series all I know. all together. We'll you know, wait and see what comes out. You know out. how I, you know, I get antsy. I know, I know. Well, hey, you know, I think you and I are. are Probably even more antsy about getting up to Orlando and going to that indie (laughs) racing experience. Time to take a break, guys. we're, We're planning a road trip, Rob. We'll be back with Inside Florida Racing.
2: Disney World.
5: presents Real Men of Genius Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer Mr.
6: Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer
5: Armed with your trusty marker You do the impossible Make an incredibly dirty place Even dirtier
6: Scribble it down now
5: Your jokes make us pee our pants Lucky for us they're down around our ankles.
6: Yeah!
5: You answer our most vexing question. Whatever happened to the man from Nantucket?
6: Oh, that's a good one.
5: So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, old oh ruler of the rhyme. Because when we're looking for a good time, we call you.
6: Oh, Mr. Bathroom, so dirty joke writer.
8: Bud Light Beer, Anizer Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Karnak.com, your online racing community since 1997. Karnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing, message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done.
0: Inside Florida Racing. Oh, my God.
1: And we are back, and uh, the you, show rolls on.
0: You know what this week, tomorrow is?
1: Tomorrow is Veterans Day. It's a very and my mommy's
0: birthday. Herdness, uh, hey, 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 be quiet over there in the corner. <laughs> this is a very important day.
1: Yes, it is. And we have
0: yeah, we have Kenny, up yes. next.
1: Kenny Dukes? Yes. Yeah. And uh, talking about uh, a big to-do on veteran, a big veterans well, celebration going on? Yeah, you know,
0: I was talking to Kenny this afternoon on the telephone, and we were talking about, you know, people seem to, a lot of people, a lot of people not, but a lot of people, too many people, have forgotten and put way, way, way too far on the back burner and out of sight, out of mind the fact that we have troops around the world um, doing the, the tough jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kenny's got some things to uh to uh, talk about that, uh, they're doing uh, this week. Talk about it, Kenny.
9: Hey, guys, I appreciate the time on the air. Uh, first off, you know, with Tuesday being Veterans Day, I would like to thank each and every man and woman that has served in the military and to the families that have suffered because of the ones that have made the ultimate sacrifice to give you and I the freedom in which this country stands for. Um, and to go on, secondly, as uh, starting tomorrow, Veterans Day, Big Dog Motorcycles is one of the sponsors and supporters of the U.S. Army race team. And at their dealership, uh, Big Dog Motorcycles of Tampa will be having daily drawings in honor of all the vets, giving away jackets, shirts, and a lot more. On Saturday, Team Army will have two of the U.S. Army Big Dog motorcycle Sprint cars on display there with a full-day ride-in with music and food and a lot, lot more going on through the whole day. This is all to benefit the Veterans Day as well. Also on hand, uh, Army Sergeant, uh, I mean, retired Army Sergeant John Miranda will have this fully restored 1948 Army Harley-Davidson on display. So make sure everybody comes by Big Dog Motorcycles of Tampa on Saturday and bring a camera because you don't want to miss this one. Um, Big Dog Motorcycles is located at Ernie Hare Ford Complex at 9545 North Florida Avenue in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and, you know, to find out more about it, they can give... Uh, a call at Big Dog Motorcycles at 933 and ask for Ben, and he can give you more information on everything at the ride. But, uh, yeah, we just want to let everybody know, you know, we're going to have both of the U.S. Army cars are going to be over there. Both of these cars are always done a charity event car, which gives all the profits and proceeds back to the active duty and to the wounded soldier charity. Um, so that's pretty much our mission, what we got planned for right now.
1: So now, Kenny, you you mentioned you mentioned giving away some items. So, um, so, all people have to do is swing by your shop and register.
9: Absolutely, all you can do is go by Big Dog Motorcycles over at ninety five forty five North Florida Avenue, uh, and then they're going to be doing daily drawings.
1: Okay.
9: So they're giving away all kinds of jackets, shirts, hats, oil changes, uh, deeply discounted uh, parts. Um, and just on and off in there. They've got so many plans that they're just driving me out the wall. <laughs> <So> they have <laughs> this, you know, the same <laughs> track
2: with <for> them. want <laughs> oh, to see this dealership, CC. It's pretty cool, man. they got all these motorcycles all hanging out. When you drive by, that's all you see is a ton
9: of motorcycles out there, and they're all decked out.
1: Wow. They're all
9: yeah, big dogs. Yeah, they're all first-class rides, and, you know, you can get those things any way you want. I mean, any kind of customers you've ever dreamed of, <laughs> they've got. <laughs> so. They are just still really in awesome, awesome place over there, and they've really, really supported this team throughout the whole year. And they have already signed up for an agreement for uh, our two thousand nine race season. So they are giving to some really free food, excited. free food, and, and free food tomorrow. They're having a party. Uh, actually, it's going to be going all week long. But the most, the biggest party is going to be on Saturday. Uh, it'll start at nine o'clock in the morning and go until the last person leaves. So it's going to be an all-day affair. Uh, both cars will be over there. We've got a lot of Army support coming out as well. There will be some soldiers and stuff on hand. You know, and uh, to just meet and greet a lot of the people coming in. It's just It'll going be to be a big ride in all day long on your motorcycle. Whether it be a Harley Davidson, you know, if it's American-made, foreign-made, Japanese-made, hey, if it's a Vespa, ride it in. Just, you know, <laughs> it's
2: <a> great affair. <laughs> if you're invited,
9: you can bring your Vespa. Absolutely, just right it in. There's no doubt about it. You, you know, cause everybody gets treated the same way around that place. There, just uh, normal people, just good people around there, treating the motorcycle community, and you know, and trying to help us uh, with those race cars, and you know, and to keep up the support for the uh, active duty soldiers.
2: Well, it's except- good. You know, uh, maybe I'll get by there.
9: You know, I know right where it's at. Well, you know, right where it's at. You know, let's get a couple of buddies and ride on down. I'm going to be there all day long. I don't drivers. have a oh, you ain't got no <laughs> well, you oh, me. You're me. <laughs> you yeah. have a wife and a son. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that, that's what i got. That's
2: the only two I can count on. <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. Well, TC's <laughs> my buddy. And, uh,
6: yeah.
2: You know, but they're a long way away now. And Oh, absolutely. Oh, really yeah, I'm problem. over here in Tampa. But, you know, it sounds good, uh, Kenny. uh sounds like you guys are at least uh, raising money for a good cause. You know, uh, obviously our troops uh, are a cause and... Uh, they're giving up a lot more than anybody can ever imagine spending the time over there and uh, hope they get all that worked out.
1: And there there are a lot of military families in Tampa, correct? Because there's McDill, Force Airfo- yeah. the McDill up sure. there. and
9: Yeah, that's actually Central Command is McDill down there for all Afghanistan, Iraq, or anything that goes on in the military is pretty much coordinated right through there. So there's a lot, a lot of military families that live in the area. And, uh, yeah, we just try to support and, you know, and give them everything that we can, everything that they need, you know, to, in order to do their job. You know, to try to give them the tools and and whatever they do. But
1: and well, I would people. I would think that the wives, the the personnel that are um, currently actively serving overseas right now, probably you know need a lot of help and support, especially coming up to holiday time.
9: Absolutely, absolutely. That's what it's all about too. Because you know, it got started you know a couple of years back. There was a soldier over in Iraq had just been. Uh, uh, served his time and he was ready to come home and he needed airfare to get back to back home and for the family for uh, uh, Christmas time and this is what actually got everything started back in the beginning and then it just leaded up from there but yeah around Christmas time or it, basically any time that those men and women over there serving you know it always puts the family and financial stress
6: yeah
9: and and you know, you know it's enough stress just knowing that you're better half is over there and you know away from you and then you know all of a sudden you got to start worrying about your bills your income your light bill or how you're going to do this or that well this is basically the charity event that we work for as well
1: oh that's wonderful well that yeah. is so great that was and great. that's great and we you know we appreciate kenny that you came on the show and uh you know t- made us all aware of this and everybody you know get a chance you know starting tomorrow stop by register to win prizes and then uh, go out on saturday and participate in everything take advantage
11: yeah, absolutely.
1: Big dog motorcycles. Motorcycle. Big dog motorcycles. Big well,
9: motorcycles. You can't miss it. You can't you... miss it. Ninety-five forty-five North Florida Avenue.
1: Okay, now, Kenny. It rocks
9: north of Bush Boulevard.
1: Kenny, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it, and good luck this week.
9: Thank you so much, guys, and thank you for having me on there. Right,
0: bye bye. And uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, we got some announcements next week. We are going to have. Robert Hart, the owner of New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, Columbia Motorsports Park, Fast Car, the sanctioning body. Robert Hart is going to be right here to answer questions. Robert doesn't normally do radio wow, interviews. Wow, how
1: did we swing this? You, you... We,
0: we got it done, but I tell you what, I'm quickly, impressed. I'm going to call somebody else. We got one more okay. person I want to talk to. Okay. We got that, and... Uh, gonna have to you guys are gonna to have to figure out how you can do this uh this uh, Zephyr hills thing man, uh, oh yeah
1: yeah you know Rob um it, it it's obviously a great cause to go ahead and get involved in and um, let's see here that was uh November 28th and 29th so uh and of course it'd be great for you to lend your auctioning skills too and it sounds like just a it'd be great just to go and hang out on Friday night and go have and go have fun um hmm, neither of us play golf but we could go and have a good time i don't know i'm gonna have to check my schedule and see what's going on that's going to be like the last few days of when my parents are down visiting me so i'll have to check my schedule and see what's uh what's going on and uh, see if i can join you up there because it sounds like it'd be a great time And it'd be even better if all three of us were there and we set up some equipment and do a special impromptu show
0: Maybe drag Rick Angies up there.
1: Yeah, let's drag Rick up there with us. Hey, we Rick. Woke,
0: we woke him up. Uh, we, I bet we, you can't auctioneer. Let me hear him do some auctioneer. We, we drug no, Rick no. out of the off, bar.
11: Buddy, I don't do auctions. No,
1: no, no. Rick, Rick and I can lend our voices to other things.
11: Absolutely, Cece.
0: That's right.
11: <laughs> yeah. Whatever. i <So>,
2: uh, <laughs> heard it all now. I was perfect the other night. I heard all his rhetoric up there. But, you know, Rick, I will give you this. At least
11: I could hear you when
2: you were on there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, some of the guys you can't hear.
11: Oh, man. That's just as well. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, not really, man. I mean, I, I got to hand, you know, uh, Terry King, he he's awesome, but Joe Barrier, man, that guy.
0: He's hes, he's up he's there, a man.
11: treasure, man. He is a treasure. He is very special. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, you did the uh, entire United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series deal, Rick. What do you think, man?
11: Well, I will tell you what, Jack. I mean, from Ocala in February, all the way to East Bay in November. You know, in November. I I've done a lot of this and uh, a lot of things over the years, but I've never in, experienced anything with the energy and excitement that this series has put out this year. I mean, it's just it's just been awesome. You know, we started out the season. I mean, you and I when we went to when we went to Ocala. And we were standing there at like four thirty in the afternoon. We were looking around. We saw fifteen late models. We said, "Wow, this is not going to be good." And by the end of the night, there was forty five, forty six of them. And it just it it just went on from there. It's just it's just been unbelievable. What this series has done.
0: Yeah, pretty amazing stuff. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, you were involved with the Motor Wars. Uh, uh... Uh, Things, uh, interviews and whatnot. Now, I'm assuming you were listening to at least part of our show tonight. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. What do you think of that, man? We got two huge late model races at the end of the year. Super late model races within, what, 100 miles or less of each other or something?
11: It's sick. Huh? It's sick. I just can't say anything else about it. It's it's, sick. It's just sick. Yeah. you You know, Rob can attest to it. He's been in this late model game a long time. Um, it's stupidity, isn't it, though?
2: And there's, there's nothing that you can do about it, because you know what? If you go to, well, you shouldn't even have to go to the Governor's Cup uh, uh, people uh, in Pensacola. I mean, uh, I mean uh, New Smyrna. Uh, New Smyrna, and even have to even talk to them, because they've been doing this for so long. It's pure um, it's for spite and just because stupidity for them to schedule a race on that
1: day, period. Well, right. now I'm worried, guys, because, you know, I'm my plan's to go to the Governor's Cup my first time, and now I'm worried I'm going to make the trip over there, and there's not going to be a, a big turnout.
11: Uh, it, it'll, it'll be a good turnout. I mean, the Governor's Cup is the Governor's Cup. You know, this is the first time for the other race. And what, you know, R.J. R, RJ Scott saying that, that his race is not going to compete with the Governor's Cup, because it's the, the CRA stuff, and their engine, you know, the McGonagall engines and all that stuff, and the Florida racing guys are going to be here anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Full blah, blah. blah, blah,
2: blah. <laughs> it just shows you though, Rick, I mean, if you look at the race that they had uh, Saturday night where the two series come together, and they've done that several times, this, or at least two times that I know, where right, right. it and then they did it here, and it worked so well. It put such a great feel the cars together, and that's what fans want to see. I talked to uh, a guy that lived here in Tampa today that I saw at the races the other night. I got his number. I called him tonight, and he told me that he only went to the races at East Bay because they had this series coming in there, these two series coming together, that he wouldn't have gone if it was just a regular week. And it just goes to show you that the fans, they love to see quality racing and that is exactly what they saw Saturday
11: night. Oh yeah, no doubt. And, and I'm gonna tell you something else that I've seen. And it started kind of like at Brunswick. The first time we were at Brunswick, Georgia, I was starting to see all these familiar faces in the stands that followed us. Yep. All the way up yep. to East Alabama to yep. Georgia to the tracks in Georgia, North Florida, mm-hmm. Lucia, all the way down to East Bay. And as a matter of fact, there were three or four of them at Cluiston County.
1: I, I was good, you know. I've seen I've seen similar faces at East Bay, you not generally, I was at East Bay, um, at Hendry, and then they were also there at, at Charlotte when they did the asphalt race.
11: Right, right. And you know, and the, and the coverage that this uh, the series has got. I mean, the national coverage that we've got. And you know, we've been on the cover of Motorsports Weekly and several, you know, Circle Track magazine, um, all over the internet. Hosts. Uh, you know, the, the only the only thing that I don't think we have we've had is TV, which. Dave, okay. Dave is saying, Dave is saying. Well, he got some TV.
0: That. The only yeah. thing that I know of that did get some TV was the uh, the deal down in Charlotte got some TV exposure in the Fort yeah. Myers uh, market. I do know yeah. that. But, yeah.
11: but, I mean, you know, what other series What other series can you go to their website and watch every race on the Internet live? I mean, li- you know, watch the videos Absolutely. or listen to it live without having to break out your credit card.
1: Exactly.
0: That's you know, cool.
11: It's it, it, it's just awesome, and like you know, we've Jack and I all these years that we've been doing this internet stuff, and 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 when we started doing the internet radio stuff, we've been wanting to do these radio broadcasts of these tracks, and you know, saying you know it'll draw people to your track, it'll draw what excitement. We got, what we got was no, it's going to cost us tickets
0: going to cost us tickets. That's right.
11: Yeah, people are not going to come. They can just sit home and listen to it.
1: No, but you know why? Because the first time they sit at home and they hear it and how exciting it is, it makes them want to be there to see it in person.
11: This is exactly, yeah, exactly. its
0: exactly what happened when baseball first started broadcasting, wanting to broadcast baseball it's games audience, back in the 30s.
2: It broadens, it broadens your audience.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Yes, it's it does. people to what's really going on, so when they do come to your town, and they do come to your area, they'll go to your racetrack and see what's going on. But you know what the problem is with local promoters? They can only think about within, a, it's like their brain only works within a 50-mile range.
11: Well, you know what, no, Rob, you know what it is? Let me, let, me, let me put it this way, Rob. How many times you have been told that you only see as far as the end of your hood? Okay? Race car drivers, they only see as far as the end of their hood. Racetrack promoters around here only see as far as their front gate yeah, I they don't, don't want they them to see 63 acres. That's it. Yeah, they don't look outside <laughs> that front gate. There's a bunch of them, Rob. There's a bunch of them
0: that do that. All right, Rick. Hey. We're up against the time, man. But uh, uh, next week we have uh, Robert Hart, the formerly known as the most dangerous man in Florida stock car racing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, that should the be a the
11: big deck. player. He's a big player for sure, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. They don't get no bigger than Robert Hart. And, uh, it'll right, be a
11: I'm going. I'm going to watch the football. Hey, how about
0: them Dolphins?
11: How about them Dolphins? See
0: you, man.
2: Bye, Rick. That's all I got to say. Roll
11: Tide, baby. <laughs> all right, Gators are coming, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, guys. So one of those. All right, so so Rob, uh, Cece, we covered yeah. it tonight, huh?
1: Yeah, we've covered a lot tonight. And
0: we did our part, Cece.
1: Yes, we we're did. The back. Another another great show in the in the books here with Inside Florida Racing. Okay, so,
2: we're going to get to go to Disney World.
1: I can't wait. till yeah. we go? We need to go. We need to make sure we go at the same time. That way, then we can come back and do a whole show, or like or like a first half part of the show, maybe um, about our experiences up there.
11: Exactly. Hey, oh. Yes. Back. That wasn't wasn't Robert Brown that went with me to Disney
0: World. Robert Brown did the light model deal
11: with me. Oh, who went? It was just me, you, and Joe. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: For some reason, well, hey, you know, I'm getting old. uh, We'll talk to you later. So uh, next week, uh, we have uh, Robert Hart. uh, Robert Hart, and we have some other guests and other things going on, but we're going to spend most of the show with Robert Hart. And uh, remember, tomorrow is. uh, so Betra it's
1: Veterans State. State, and let's throw this out. Since you know now that we're having Robert Hart on next Monday, the bulk of the yes. show. If you have questions that you would like us to address to Mister Hart, please post them on the forum. Send them in an email. You can email questions to me. That's c e c e at w i k x dot com. And, uh, you know, we want to know what your questions are.
0: Feedback at realracingusa.com. And uh, following this show uh, tonight, as soon as we get out of here in about a minute and a half, uh, is we're going to replay one of our Motor Wars show from... Early this year in March, and uh, if you want some, uh, if you want some promoter insanity, uh, stay tuned and listen to that because,
1: because you never can get enough of you promoter get, insanity. You, you'll
0: hear it. So, Rob, <laughs> anything else before we go out of here? No, just uh,
2: go out to your local racetrack, see if you can promote the racetracks a little bit, you know, and uh, show up, get your friends if you got any.
0: All right, it is Veterans Day tomorrow.
3: That's right. Support your veterans.
12: They strolling in the gloaming Where the roses were in bloom a soldier and his sweetheart Brave and true Their hearts were filled with sorrow but their thoughts were of tomorrow As she pinned their rose upon his coat of blue Do not ask me love to linger For you know not what to say For duty calls your sweetheart's name again And your heart need not be sighing If I be among the dying I'll be with you when the roses bloom again when the roses bloom again beside the river and the mockingbird, As song is sweet refrain. I'll be with you, sweetheart mine, in the days of old lang syne. I'll be with you when the roses bloom again. Soldier who have fallen in the fray I am dying, I am dying And I know I have to go But I want to tell you Before I pass away There's a far and distant river Where the roses A sweetheart who is waiting there for me And it's there I pray you take me I've been faithful, don't forsake me I'll be with her when the roses bloom again